At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. You have to be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy. And joining me is my co host, Not Deion Sands for Primetime. Yo, yo, what's going on? And we are here also with my wife, the greatest catch lady sketch. Hello, everyone. So we are back here. Hope everybody enjoyed that Thanksgiving weekend. I know I did. So I know my wife did. We was here chowing down fried turkey and uh, yams and uh, brisket. brisket. Yes, macaroni and cheese. You know, all the all the good black stuff. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. So it was all good. Uh, Prime, you enjoy yours? Put emphasis on it, but yeah, I did. You did? So, <laughs> enjoy the black stuff. Yeah, it, yeah, that was that was capital B-L-A-C-K did, right there. Did, did you, you gotta ask me this one question. Did you have Tahitian treat with your Thanksgiving dinner? No, I didn't, but the day after, I did. I was about oh to say, hey, hey, look, I put Prime on Tahitian treat. Oh, Lord. Why I thought, is it always that I don't drink it for a while? And then as soon as you asked me, I literally had it like the day before. It's literally, it right. really is. First of all, right now, I really thought that was only a, like an up here thing. Sometimes stuff is regional like that. Yeah, and then but he said they got teacher treat down there. I'm I just know like, they ain't got day sodas down there. No, so, they, you know. they don't need them down there. They know, that's, that's straight sugar. Yeah. You try to get no liquid sugar. I mean, even though they, I know they probably got stuff down there that we don't need to be drinking neither. Like Fago. Yeah. Fago. <laughs> you want me Fago? No, I'm gonna figure. I think it's more of a down south thing, but probably it's a soda. Oh, yes, it's, it's like a base, like a kind of like the Fanta, of, like a you know, it's like a that kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we are here back, so I hope everybody you know, in, like I said, enjoy the weekend. Uh, before we get started on the stuff that we gotta talk about today, make sure you pay the bills. Check out spacesfully.com where you guys can get all your podcast needs over here. Black, black people out here doing great podcast stuff here in Philly. Make sure you check out the content they have on there, such as the Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, and the Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd Coalition's content on there as well. It comes to the No Gimme Seen Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas with Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue, all great podcasts on there. And you can also find us on all the podcast links as well. Spotify iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, you name it, we got it. Also, make sure you guys check us out on YouTube Premium if you like listen to the little podcast snippets that we do have on there that we release usually Mondays or Tuesdays. So, check all that great stuff out. And uh, 
Also, you guys should check out TheRealNerdCoalition.com or Teespring slash The Real Nerd Coalition because Black Friday is upon us and uh, is, is past us and Cyber Monday is here. And even though we ain't been in the game long enough to give you like a special code for us to get a uh, percentage off our stuff, I know Teespring does have some things up there right now that you guys get a little sale on. So why not use that coupon to buy some Nerd Coalition merch, man? You can, find, you can buy the No Gimmicks Need a Wrestling t shirt, the Nerd. Uh, well, we got Nerdgas one up there yet, but you guys can find the uh, Nerd Coalition Studios level up all the shirts up there, the classic logo, and also you guys can fight COVID nineteen with the Nerd Coalition Studios mask or the Nerd Coalition level up mask. We have them up there. Make sure you guys go out there, take a picture, send it to us on Instagram. Show out there that you out there rocking the mask out there to protect yourself from COVID nineteen because you know it's hard there in these streets. And also, make sure you guys check out my main man, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. That's every Friday. You guys can go check that thing out. What was the Black Friday episode, Prime? Uh, it was Christy Knowings from all that. All right. So that's great. Like I said, every week you guys can suspect something great on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. So, guys, we ain't got that out the way. We ain't paid them bills. Now we got to talk about... There's not that much wrestling stuff to talk about this week, but... We are going to talk about uh, some things that happened. They had the charity fight, finally, yesterday between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Now, obviously, I'm not a big boxing fan, but I was like, to see the little charity fight, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm interested because, first of all, it's Tyson, okay? Tyson's one of the most, you know, prolific figures in, in boxing history. So, you know, and then especially... After seeing Tyson getting back in shape and sparring with with, with with guys and like taking out trainers, I'm like, uh, yes, let Tyson win. But even though they had like a whole bunch of rules that we, we, we yeah, the exhibition, the exhibition, yeah, for real. Cause I was like, as soon as he said no knockout, I was like, well, there you go, Tyson again. Lay lay him out. Cause I, I, Tyson was going for a knockout. You you know, they, I feel like that's why they made that rule. They was like, all right, all right, now Tyson. Like they seen them videos and was like, somebody get him. Yes, yeah, because I think he was preparing to get, you know, not to forget. So I know, like I said, it's a wrestling show, but the thing about it, Tyson was in an angle with Chris Jericho in AEW over the summertime because this fight was supposed to happen pretty much over the summertime, but then it kind of got pushed back to November, and they had a whole angle that just dropped out of nowhere. Tyson was holding the the TNT Championship for Cody uh, at I want to say it was double or nothing. Yeah, yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. So then he got in a few with Jericho. Came there a little drunk, but uh, okay. that was going. That was truly going to be a thing. Like I say, you know, uh, Tyson's been really involved with AEW. So obviously now we see that he's trained. The fight is done. So maybe he'll probably pop up at the beginning of the year to you know reignite the rivalry with Chris Jericho. So because he Jericho ain't even got nothing going on right now, other than the whole MGF inner circle thing. So, but uh, the fight yesterday ended in a draw. Bullshit. I, mean, I thought we knew that. I thought they said at the beginning that it's going to be a draw. I did not know that. I thought they said, I could have sworn I seen the thing that said no winners would be crowned. Oh. That's why I wasn't surprised. Still bullshit. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Tyson I, definitely won. I, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I really wanted to see, you know, um, Mike, it's, it's sad to say I wanted to see Mike Tyson lay out Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> but after seeing Mike. Tyson dropped 100 pounds and getting back into, like, great boxing shape that, you know, that, that he's, been, he's been in, especially being, what, 57 years old, 54, 57 years old? 54. He's 54? Okay. I'll take your word for it. 
Yeah, you do. No, he's working for him. Yeah, it's out the other day. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling they, you. They didn't let you forget it that he was 54 on the show. I'm telling you, one of the things that Nerd Coalition got to do is we got to do with Primetime, like Dave Chappelle did with Charlie Murphy, and had like Primetime True Hollywood Stories. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know what? <laughs> I know the perfect person to have him on, but this time, this type of climate, I can't say it right now because we uh, got a lot of stuff going on, but I know exactly who I can do that for. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm about to say it. Hey, we can just have a say. We just sit back and listen to these jaws, these stories, bro. These jaws be yeah. hilarious. I know who my Rick James would be. I already know. <laughs> oh my god! You know, you know, you know. Prior, I talked to you after the show. I did. I did. That maybe something I might. I gotta do in the future, though. Prior's true high with stories, bro. That jaw be hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So like I said, it, it, it was for charity. Anyway. You know, there was no knockouts. There was no other. Uh, I don't have the rules put up in front of me, but. That you know, I, I just you know, I, I it's a cherry boxing thing, but the highlight, even though it shouldn't have been a highlight at all, so they had another cherry right, box. Before we get to that, real quick, though, sure. I think I, did y'all see the end interviews at the end? No, no, with Tyson and Roy Jones. Yeah, they was on the stage. Oh hmm. wait, is that the one where he? Oh, I thought I think this might have been in the beginning where he was just like. Why are everybody so worried about him? I ain't buying. No, nah, that was at the end. Years. Yeah, that was at that the end. That was the end. Oh yes. my god! He said, "Why y'all worried about him? I ain't boxing fifteen years. He just stopped boxing yeah. three years ago." Yeah, they were worried for him. And then why y'all not worried about me? <laughs> See that thing where I was like, "Oh, he in trouble." Cause like mm. it was like, "All right, it's a draw." Mike, how do you feel about this? Michael was like, "Okay, I did. We did good. Okay, the people went home happy. I'm happy." It was like, all right, uh, Roy, what do you think about this? Are you happy with this? Hey, no, I ain't happy. I wear draws. I ain't with this mess. And then he looked at Mike, and Mike had like a serious face. He was like, it made the people happy, though, so we good. You know, I, <laughs> nah, I, I, bro, don't I was do like, that. all right. I was like, all right. You better not rile that man up. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, you want a real fight? <laughs> You 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 want a real fight, bro? I'm sorry, Tyson was knocking down trainers. That's it. Bro, they don't want no real fight. That would honestly be like your two drunk uncles fighting over the last rib at the cookout. That's what that would be. They'd be just going to be like, somebody go separate Mike and Roy. No, we're not doing this. Okay, separate. Nah, no. yeah. Mike said he ain't. Uh, Mike said he not. He don't want to do like the knockout stuff. He said the exhibition is good because he can entertain people without getting that much hurt. Especially against Roy, he Roy went throwing that many punches for him to get hurt. But uh-huh. I guess them them uh, those stomach punches was definitely getting Roy. <laughs> like I said, even though Tyson, even though this man fifty four years old, it's still Tyson. Exactly. Especially he had that power back too. Like, oh my or god! Or some other. Yeah. Like seeing that much power and speed, I'm like Mike Tyson's be like is a stable dude. So <laughs> it, 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 it just be like ooh. Don't want to piss that man off. Mm-mm. Don't want to piss. It. You know, but the thing is, I you know, when it comes to him working in wrestling, I heard you know they they been enjoy working with him. He knows how to pull a punch. He's the actual fan. But yeah, the, yeah. I think that's the difference when you dealing with um, folks who actually mm. like enjoy the like watching wrestling because they come out there, I guess, with a respect level. For what people like what they do mm-hmm. so they're willing to work with them and, and train and do what either that or somebody who takes their sport seriously because you know you can't just be 
crossing over into other sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, yeah. Cause we're coming, oh, I see, what, I see what she did. Yeah, you said, see what right there? <laughs> so we had another cherry box match, which I didn't even know was even on the undercard. Mm-mm. I, I, it, it, it featured Jake Paul. And you know, people are not a fan of Jake Paul, Logan Paul, any of the Pauls. How, how bad can we cuss on him? I mean, well, <laughs> I got one rule, no N-word. I don't got to say an N-word, but Jake mm. Paul is a dickhead. Capital D dickhead. All right. Well, I I agree, but I already know when it comes to boxing, this man has actually had a professional fight. Like, yeah. professional, professional. And he be training. Yes. That's the, yes. That's the, that's the, I'm like, that's why I want... So, anyway. <laughs> he go up against Nate Robinson. People may say, wait a minute. Now, if you're a basketball head like myself or mm-hmm. fan like Primetime, y'all know who Nate Robinson is. Mm-hmm. Nate Robinson, three-time three slave dunk champion winner. Mm-hmm. Nate Robinson came in there in the 2000, was he the 2005, no, he was 2006 draft, wasn't he? I think, four or five. Yeah, maybe yeah. the same one as Chris Paul, so maybe 2005. No, oh, if it's the same one as Chris Paul, it's 2005. Yeah, so if you got drafted 15 years ago into the NBA, you should probably just not now, do this. The, the, now, here's <laughs> the thing about Nate Robinson, because Nate Robinson is a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, let me put it out there first. Nate Robinson's a freak athlete. Nate yeah, Robinson, he almost played for the, uh, the Seahawks last year. That's what I'm saying. Nate Robinson plays football, basketball, and runs track at a high level. Damn. So... The, 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 and that's where it stops. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't ready. And, the, and uh, that's 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 where I had to actually stop because uh, he's not a boxer. And that's where it stops. And he goes in there with Jake Paul. Now, here's the thing. Now look, anytime you know, I, I see some assholes or, or some privileged kid get get up in there, and I'm like, hey, talk all this shit, and I'm like, oh my god. Yo, you got to give me one for the culture, okay? So, Nate Robinson's in there. Clearly, is not That's a boxer. What it's like, for one. He look like me in there. Come like, there ain't no form oh, or nothing. Man. I got a couple things to say about this. For one, mm. they said he was training six days a week. Who? Who? That's what they said when he was fighting. Nate he Robinson? Was training. Yes. That's Same training six days a week. Might have been six days a week for 30 minutes that, you know, it was like a less than an hour of some time. I don't know. It was like, you couldn't have been training hours. You couldn't have been training hours a day. You couldn't have been. Unless he was training the wrong way. No, bro. He was training on the, what was that game back in the day that was hot when it was like Dreamcast? My man was out here playing. He had to be playing video games. No, no, no. Obviously only offense only. I'm about to say, it looked like either Nate was Practice like, like like Prime said, offense only, or he was just practicing his just being athletic. But once again, you don't practice like you're getting ready for a basketball game or a football game or running track where you about to go in there and box. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that's what he did, but I'm just saying if he did all the hours of training, it didn't it didn't show very well. And uh, what happened was the, the fight started. How long? How long? How long he last? Like forty seconds. Uh, Early in the second round. Yeah, it was the second round. Oh, second round. Oh, when the first round. Okay. Well, come second round. Almost was the first round. But, you know. Jake caught him, I don't know whether it was uppercut or or a hook. And and Nate Robinson just complatted. Oh, yeah, oh. He, hit the, he hit the mat three times. But he hit that, like, that last one where he got knocked out. I was like, 
Yeah. I didn't even see where the punch connected well enough for you to be falling like this. <laughs> I mean, he footwork. He probably had no footwork. He was already stumbling, and then he just caught him on the way oh, down. God, he just looked like, it looked like, you know how you have a toy, and you hit the off switch, and it just stops mid-stride <laughs> and fall over? Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like. It's just like, bruh, you know how, they, what, what's, what's the saying? If a tree fall in the forest and, anybody, and nobody's oh. around, do you hear it? <laughs> like, Nick Robinson. I would, I would call that method. Yeah. I would call that method Andy's coming. I was about to say, say Andy's coming and torches drop. <laughs> I was no, just, stop. yo, prior, I swear you read my mind. I, I, I said it looked like he he he, he looked like a fallen Woody or Buzz from Toy Story, like any cover, and then he just dropped down to the ground. I can't believe I haven't seen that meme yet. Oh my god! Oh, that what did funny. what did he expect to happen with Nick's colors on? <laughs> come funny. on, man! He, he he was repping his first team. Oh no! Yeah, he did have a Nick's shorts on. Like, come on, now, yo! Come on, you was a beast when you was on the Bulls. Everybody knows this now. That's what I was saying. Went you, to the you, conference finals. This man almost went to the conference finals by himself. I'm like, you rep Chicago, yes. maybe even Boston, but you rep Chicago. You don't come out there with New York. Oh. I guess New York was his most famous team, like his most, the most he was like uh, relevant. But then when he went to the Bulls, he had number two. This man almost beat LeBron in the conference finals. I mean, he, should, he blocked uh, LeBron's shot in the conference finals. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't. He'll talk about that? I don't know. I don't know what what he thinking about. <laughs> you don't you, talk about that one that much. I just I can't. I like. I just the, one of the first things I saw when we we were done yesterday and we and I got back on social media. Mm-hmm. Scotty Beam Crazy Stuff was on Instagram and he tweeted. Nate Robinson tweeted. I guess before the fight, gonna shock the world, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> And she retweeted it. It's like, we got to be specific with our manifestations. <laughs> and I said, now, wait a minute. Don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Nate you Robinson. Just said, but shock. How? How you going to shock the world, Nate? Uh, he, was, he was right, though. Nate, he was, but that's not what he meant. No, Nate Robinson had to embarrass at least 36 million people last night. Listen, oh, all good. of the blacks, we're embarrassed. <laughs> we're very embarrassed. Yo. And I'm like, as a basketball head, I'm just like, Nate, Nate, what are you doing? I and like I said, I respect Nate because Nate is a freakish athlete that should not be taken away from him. But everybody, I do want people to understand that even though you're an athlete, people do play multiple sports mm-hmm. because everybody can't be Barry Bonds or Deion Sanders. Okay, but it takes a lot. To be a professional at one sport mm-hmm. and just to go into another sport. Like, Shannon and Skip, you talk about this all the time. Oh, he Shannon said, gave it to him last night. Yeah. I, I, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they, they talk about this. It's it, it, like this. You, you, he said, even if you are the best basketball player, but you go in and face the very worst boxer there ever is, that boxer is going to lay you out. Mm hmm. And that's the same thing it comes to when it comes to wrestling. Look at Tyson Fury. Well, you know, say, it's a, you know, say, no, no, you gonna bring this up again, all right? <laughs> you know, say, like, you know, say, uh, people call him as a good boxer, right? I don't watch boxing, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. And he yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, him and Wilder, it's the best, two best right at the moment. Yeah, 
he goes into wrestling, and I'm like, mm, you don't have you don't have the skill for this. It's not as easy as look. Now, once again, you have stars like Pat McAfee who makes this shit look easy. No, he make it look real easy. He yeah, make Pat, Pat McAfee makes easy. it look easy. But it's just like, you know, when Floyd went up in there or Muhammad Ali went up in there, so you're entering a different world with different athletics to a different way. You have to train your body. Mm-hmm. And there's a, and you just cannot go there and do all the things you think you can do. It's kind of, Remember, you used to watch a WWE Game Night primetime? Uh, you talking about on, like, Saturdays or whatever? Well, it used to be back, back when Heath Slater was doing it. Oh, that! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I know yes. what you're talking about. Remember when, like, I Kofi... I thought you were talking about an actual TV show. Okay, no, no, no. no. Remember when okay, Kofi... Okay, I know what you about, yeah, yeah. Kofi and AJ Styles trying to play basketball? Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> and I was like, Kofi? Oh, I had... Uh, Kofi, I, I had... Uh, Kofi, you would have thought Kofi was a baller. Kofi was like, trash. trash. I was like... No, Ouch. it was like it was Kofi and the Miz. Playing. It was so disappointing. Kofi he was playing against the Miz first. Yeah, Kofi and the Miz. I was Miz like, you can't basketball. beat the Miz. And the Miz is actually good at that stuff. Oh, and the Miz gosh. actually giving Kofi to work in basketball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Kofi. And, and y'all see how athletic Kofi is on, you know? Mm-hmm. Period. That's what makes it more disappointing because you could have dumped on him. And song. the right. same thing when they was playing like a uh, uh, horse they played best also. And then you see how athletic AJ Styles is. Mm-hmm. He can't play basketball worth a nut. And, like, remember, he he, he got well, mad and threw the whole ball that. and kicked the rack home. Yeah. <laughs> I think I remember this. And I, I'm just like, my, it, it, it's, you know, it's ignorant to think that, hey, you thought they could probably, because they're so athletic, they could probably play basketball or, or do it like an athletic sport, but they, could, but they weren't, really weren't that good. Like, if Kofi was to play Smush Parker, Smush Parker would trash Kofi. Probably understands the reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because Kobe said that's his worst teammate in life. I thought you should have said Kwame Brown. That would have been more well, of the time for the people. Well, I'm just saying, well, like, I'm, the reason I say Smush Parker is because you're not going to have a seven foot guy or six eleven guy go up against a one on one against somebody. It's Kofi only what six four, six something like that. So, maybe. Yeah, so Smush Parker was is in that in, in in that height level that Kofi's in. So yeah, he Smush Parker would have trashed Kofi. And he, he, you know, he's been regarded one of the worst basketball players. So, oh, I'm sorry that you stepped out your element and uh, got embarrassed like that. Oh, for real. They, they, they was giving it to him. Somebody- well, actually, it's, there are exceptions. Because, you know, LeBron, he probably can go to football and give some people to work. I, 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 I think he might. I think it's ex- there's exceptions. I, I, like I said, everybody can't be Barry Bonds or Deion Sanders. Yes, yeah, so I think LeBron. Yeah, I think LeBron is probably the only. But, like I, I think LeBron could go play football, become Mahomes, to a point of. Or Mahomes, LeBron or Mahomes, maybe because he's a baseball star you, too. You, you, Mahomes was playing baseball, but you know what? To also, because To could play some basketball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To could play like, like okay. To is dunking. But again. Yeah. Have any of these people stepped into a boxing ring? No, well, no, that, they're not say, that crazy. They're not that no. Absolutely. And look, he earned all of these. Somebody's gonna say, <laughs> Man, these YouTubers not fucking around. Last thing Nate heard was make sure you like and subscribe before he went there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear what? I think Morrow said that. I think Morrow said that in the, in the watch it like you know how 
when they showed the fight back, I think he said he hit the like button and he hit the like and subscribe button on Nate Robinson's head. I think he said that. Oh my! That's like God. a Marvel Ronaldo thing to say because a, a whole grain Shane would have said that. Oh my God! Did y'all hear Snoop Dogg's commentary though? I heard he was very oh, entertaining. Snoop. Oh. Snoop was like, oh, this man was singing. Uh, what was song he saying? Oh my gosh, Precious Lord! He was singing yeah. Precious Lord when he got knocked down the first time. <laughs> Yo, I, yo, I swear Snoop Dogg got so many hats I don't know what hat he gonna wear today Whatever he want He just He be like You want me to do what? Alright cool I'm with yo, you Yo Prime In one week Snoop Dogg Went from End of racism To singing Precious Lord Take my hand Yeah he released A collab collection With Undertaker He doing commentary For boxing He performing He probably taping With Martha later this week Like he don't know What to do with himself <laughs> I ain't gonna lie though, like if they, if they let him say what he want to say, like because he was cussing or whatever, they let him do that. Like he's a good commentator. <laughs> he just like a, he just talked like a black, obviously an urban guy. But he's like, yeah, what's up, cuz? What's up, homie? And that, but he's he's a good commentator. Because like he's bringing up funny, good points during the fight. That's the funny part, though. Like the best part of some like commentary, it be like your ratchet cousin or uncle or somebody. Mm-hmm. They it'd be hilarious, but you know they can't let them on TV because they'd be cussing, yeah, and saying whatever comes to their mind. But oh my god, this whole thing! I was so embarrassed because I love Nate Robinson, but this was a mess. Nobody asked for this, and the crazy part was I remember earlier in the year Jake Paul wanted to do this fight, and it was several people who was just like, "I'll fight him." Yo, somebody said they missed a. they should have went full wrestling at the end. Jake Paul should came out there and challenged Tyson. No, well, he, he, um, I don't think he challenged him, but he was like talking. He was like, "Yeah, I can do that to McGregor." I was like, "Yeah, okay. that's something you don't want to do." He but said, I guess he's Mark. He's a Jake he's Paul. A so even like I'm kind of all right. Okay. Well, I mean, huh? he's doing it for his marketing thing. So I mean, look. Him versus McGregor, he getting money. He don't care about uh, that's exactly uh, that's what it is. He ain't gonna get paid either way, but there's people who really wanted to beat his ass earlier yes. this year, and I was like, "Y'all should have let him do it." Now look what we got, Nate Robinson. Oh God, this man's name is definitely forgotten. He, 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 he could probably try to go back to the NBA now. Out here looking like great value. We did not. Ask nah, he might this. just stay retired. Like it has to. I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, you can't disrespect what he did in the NBA, but. You no. can't switch over either. No, no, no. You but you can't come back neither. Talk about no, stuff. No, you gotta chill. You gotta sit. You gotta sit in the corner for a minute. <laughs> oh, he can't. He can't Undertaker. First, he can't no. do the Undertaker. No, first Deontay Wilder. Now you, y'all both need to go sit and think about what you did. First of all, the difference between the, the, the Undertaker first of all, and Deontay, Deontay Wilder, Wilder is not Deontay Wilder is dead. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Let the man rest. No, bro. He don't want to rest. He don't. He didn't want to. Remember, he he decided to let the rematch uh, clause expire, sir. Yeah, so she deceased. Stay with you. He had time to do it. Man. Oh my god! Wait, I'm sorry. Another one that I forgot. I wanted to mention when he said, "I'm gonna shock the world, bro," to Steph Curry. Uh, and this <laughs> man replied after the fight was like, "I see no lies." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, oh Seth, Seth, Seth is taking his talents to the golf course of Peyton Man and Charles Barkley. Oh, Who 
Jesus. I can't. Like, I listen, I know I'm going to be working, but I know you're going to be watching a disputed tomorrow. I got to. I am waiting for Shannon to come on to a skill. Did you see that skill? <laughs> I want to see what Stephen A got to say. Oh, Stephen A going to bust a love vessel because Nate Ross out there represent the Knicks. Okay? That's why he out there represent the Knicks. And he told us, You take the damn short saw. This is for posters. <laughs> like, that's coming. That, that's coming. Oh, just, just real quick, Doc. That's something that I kind of uh, remembered from the Roy Jones and Tyson fight. They mm-hmm. can have mics in the ring so you can hear them. And one of his trainers was like, Yeah, he's doing this. He's doing that. Can you see it coming? He was like, Somewhat, not really. <laughs> I was like, oh no! That was like after the first round. He was like, somewhat. I was like, oh, he. That's when I thought he was about to get knocked down. At that point, but of course, Tyson kept it easy on them. But yeah, my bad. I just remembered that. <laughs> Y'all keep going. No, and that's, I had to mention. It. I know we rarely do like sports on this. I usually do sports on my Ballers Lounge podcast, which has been. You know what I'm saying? Up and down. We we are trying to get together a season two for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like so we haven't like we're, we're trying we're trying to go do a rebuilding process. So I haven't got a chance to really like fully talk about it and stuff like that. But however, I was like, look, since I know Tyson doesn't get involved wrestling, and the reason why the Jericho if you got pushed back was because of this. I'm just like, yeah. And then of course, Snoop Dogg, WWE Hall of Famer, <laughs> is on there. WWE Hall of Famer. Which and also, uh, I think. Uh, coming this week, uh, the whole stupid Undertaker stuff comes out, so I gotta make sure I can pre order mine. I am honest, honest to God, you, you gotta I don't get one. Understand. You gotta get one. I still am trying to process why we're doing this. Why? So they can end racism. In a hearse on a t shirt? Why not? Fuck it. The world, the, the world already, what the hell? Why, why not? <laughs> Just why? Well, if somebody photoshopped Nate Robinson in the back of the hearse, I'll buy it. Yo. <laughs> well, Yo. Coming soon. <laughs> Yo. They already, they already uh, did that for him on the little mattress to sleep better, uh, more sleep, something like that. I seen them. They put him on the shoulders. You know how they be having the guys with the casket on their shoulders? Yeah. They put him on the oh, shoulders. That's, oh. like, that's his team walking him back to the locker room. <laughs> I, listen, somebody had to carry him. Ain't no way they just waited for him to get up. Somebody did also the uh, I'm Nate. You might be wondering how I got here. Let's yes. go back to the beginning. The oh, that's the story. Yes. The VG, yes. Oh. Whatever credibility Nate Robinson had left is gone. <laughs> so, yeah, bro, just don't say nothing. Just pretend this didn't happen. Just be Nate, like, I'm a three right time slam dunk champ. You can't even use that no more. <laughs> you can't even use Nate Robinson is a regular old short black dude now. That's all he is. Stop. <laughs> It's all that it's all Dave Robinson is forever in a day. He is another, just a short black dude. That's a daggone shame. Just negated this this man. He negated his own NBA career because he just had to go out there and do something extra. <sighs> but like I said, not even just NBA. Like I said, you you missed the part. Just said this man could have was trying to join Seahawks last year. That's fine. He could play yeah. football. Don't know about they like no. We good over here. Yeah. Now he can't. He, Every door he knock at, they they put the visor like, no, nah. no, we good, no, it's closed. Like, uh, it's, it's like and that almost happened to Brock until he came to UFC, uh, because when Brock was on 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 uh, the Vikings, oh yeah, and messed that whole and it didn't make make it to that team. He was like, oh yeah, football kind of different, but then he went to UFC and started you know killing people. Yeah, <laughs> there's like okay, yeah, 
I'm telling you, he gonna be CM Punk, and somebody gonna every time somebody mention it, he's gonna get bitter about it. Watch, I'm willing to bet money. Yes, but see the thing is, I think he can take the joke. I'm about to say, look, to peep this, CM Punk, people are ready to forgive CM Punk. They like just come back to wrestling. You didn't want to do this at first. He just mad. Listen, he don't want to. He don't want to admit that he's just mad. He don't want to concede and go back to wrestling. He don't want to do nothing. I mean, they got I, fired I mean, on his wedding. I, I, honestly, they had a charity fight. I would love to see CM Punk versus Jason Taylor Frank and have Jason Taylor Frank knock his ass out. I'd be like, mm. as a wrestler fan, I'm pissed the fuck off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. I, that's another how one. Was, first of all, how was him fighting in the UFC even fair? First of all, this man don't like 18 martial arts styles. <laughs> Jason Taylor Frank. Don't oh, know. Oh, I, I don't like him, but, then, but he's legit. Yeah, he did. Like, for no reason. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that, man. I just, I can't, like, I'm sorry. I'm just going through the memes. The one where they had, they photoshopped Simba, where he was like, get up, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) It's just too much. It's too much. Come on, black folks. We we, we, we gotta pull together and see if we can find somebody. Like I said, it it don't really matter now, because I think Jake Paul really does not care about getting knocked out. No, he's yeah, only twenty three, so he got a long career. Yeah, he, want to keep he doing. don't care about pissing people off. He don't care about uh, what he say, how he say it. Folks are still gonna follow him. Okay, I think now that he now he just now that he's uh, in too deep, I think he's just doing it for the marketing at this point. Might as well. If he can if he can market that get Tyson, because he know everybody will pay. He, he's a natural heel. He knows everybody will pay to see yeah. Conor McGregor or Tyson or Floyd knock his ass out. None of them are going to get in the ring with him because they will actually yeah. do damage to him. Well, Wouldn't it be fucked uh, up though if he slip up and like lay one of them out? I would uh, well, this is not James Ellsworth, so I'm saying. <laughs> no. I that would not. I just can't see that happening because I don't see Tyson doing it. I don't. Mayweather might if he talking up shit. May, Mayweather might be like, "All right, I'll slide you one." Like literally, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. But. I just can't see McGregor. I could kind of see maybe taking this, but he yeah, also already made an ass of himself with this whole Floyd thing. So I don't know. I really don't. Oh boy. Well, guys, we got to we, we we do got to move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go and talk and talk about um a little bit more somber news, unfortunately, because uh. For me and Pride, who are TNA fans out there, uh, Bob Ryder, the co-founder of Impact Wrestling, was found dead in his home. Uh, did a couple was it, I, I want to say four days ago. I don't know if it was actually on Thanksgiving or if it was the day after Thanksgiving. But uh, Bob Ryder, for those who don't know, is one of the founding fathers of Impact Wrestling. In TNA, and he had the idea of when TNA was back on the web. That when remember when he used to do the weekly pay per views, Prime. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Which every was, uh what Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday, and okay. and that that was all him. Even though it did not work out as well. Uh, however, they um, you know, so he he was still uh responsible for that. And then um. He also, you know, say got in talks with Jeff Jarrett to, you know, 
with the you know the, the, the help get that thing off the ground. Then when the weekly pay per views wasn't working, Dixie Carter, who was in PR and marketing, I believe it was, uh, talked to her dad to get the money in there. And then we got the birth of TNA. So he is also he is re- responsible for all that. Oh, and, real quick, I got some trivia for both of y'all, real quick. Okay, well, uh, uh ladies, get to set away for the mic real quick. But I got what's up? Oh, okay. Oh, well, anyways, the first episode of Impact. Yeah. Can you guess who wrestled on the first match or the first the episode? First episode. Okay. Now I guarantee you she wouldn't know that, but uh, she probably she knows them. She knows these two wrestlers. She know, but I, I doubt she. I, I I I got two answers. Okay. It's either D'Lo Brown and AJ Styles, or okay. I'm going to. Okay, s- I, I'm gonna give you a hint. This person, the, the second person, was not in Impact. Like he wasn't a side wrestler. He was just like. Enhancement talent to just be there to do dates. Okay, well I can't say. So Jerry. it's real difficult. It's real difficult. Okay, I can't say Jerry Lynn. Okay, because uh, Jerry Lynn was definitely gonna be my next thing. Uh, let me think. Okay, enhancement talent. I'm, I'm, I'm literally going back to 2002. This is. All right, I'm telling you, this is Impact. So this is not 2002. This is Impact, not oh, the TNA. Oh, this you're talking Impact. about like recent, like 2004. 2004. So it's back with that. Their first, their first TNA Impact. Their first TNA Impact episode. Okay. Yes. Okay. And enhance the town. So random trivia that I just so happened to just be watching the first match. Was it Dwayne Gill? Nope. You it's and I say it's kind of current. You'll be like, what? It's it's AJ Styles versus Roddy Strong. Oh wow. Yes, yes. You know, so honestly, random. honestly, I was not guessing Roderick Strong because if you, you remember D'Lo Brown and AJ Styles had some good matches in, in TNA. Yeah, they and, did. And, That's and, when D'Lo Brown was still mobile. He was still like, still on and, his on his on his up and up. I feel like. And AJ Styles, I'll tell you right, learn that learn that uh, D'Lo learn that process from D'Lo Brown. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, right, so. He probably said, yo, I like the way D-Lo do their frog splash. So, yeah, I remember because they was doing stuff. I remember Jerry Lynn was helping out the, the younger talent at that time also. And uh, I remember, uh, who else, the early Impact days. Well, Rod Killers and Ken Shamrock, obviously. But, yeah, Rod and Strong, I, I wouldn't have guessed Rod Strong. D-Lo Brown was, in Asian Styles was my first. Uh, That's why, because I, I, I was like, dang, Roddy was like there back then. I know he was like in Ring of Honor and stuff, but I didn't know yeah. he was like. Getting TV dates, yeah. So exactly. So, and it was calling him the Messiah back then too. Oh boy, <laughs> I, I I was a big fan and still am, but I was a huge fan of TNA back in the day. I love, yeah, it. of course. I love TNA. I loved everything what it was about. I watched TNA from two thousand four because. In 2002, I ain't gonna lie to you. W- 2002 in WWE was almost untouchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T- 2002 in WWE was like, remember what like 1998 and 1997 were in WWE. Like those yeah, years. 2002 were, was like 2002 on both brands as well. Like it wasn't just Raw, it was like Raw and SmackDown. Raw on Smack, yo, WWE was literally untouchable. This is back when they was giving out great, not not good, great content. Week mm-hmm. after week after week, especially yep. when they first they first did the draft. They had the, like one well, of the biggest Royal Rumble since Triple H return. That's when you had you know Rock and Hogan at that at WrestleMania. You had the greatest Triple Threat match ever. You had Undertaker and Jeff Hardy. 
that year. You had the NWO coming to you know day, Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle. Like you, you had the SmackDown Six. Everything in twenty in two thousand, the birth of the Elimination Chamber. That was just a damn a, a great year. So I wasn't even thinking about TNA in two thousand two. But in 2003, like I said, WWE was still good. It wasn't as great in 2002, but it was still good in 2003. But then I, I was like, so what's this thing about T- this TNA? And then I started definitely watching it in 2004. And uh, at, at, at that whole time is when Bob Ryder was a part of that. And then also, uh, <clears throat> he uh, was in Nashville. And what happened was he... Uh, he had a fall, but uh, he he was battling cancer for for a couple of years. Actually, it's been uh, I want to say he got diagnosed like that. It was like four or five years ago, and the doctor said at that time he only had six months to live. But he yeah, but he, he improved. Doctors wrong, and then he uh, went out and lived obviously more years than that. So he had a uh, and he was doing intense chemotherapy intense chemotherapy oh, okay, said. Okay. so they said that uh he 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 uh had a fall and the, uh with the fall he texted some of the impact wrestlers and staff there that he said that um uh he he had a fall he had trouble getting up but he's okay you know, after that fall, so everybody was like, "Yo, man, you, you need to go to the hospital." He's gonna. He said, "No, no, he, he, I'm okay. I'm good after the fall." So then, the next day, people was was checking on him to see if you know how he was doing after the fall. He never got back to any of their texts or calls. So being concerned, they sent police. Uh, some people went to his house, and when he didn't answer the door or anything, they called the police. The police answered the door, uh, came in, and found him dead in his house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. isn't that how Dusty died? He took, he had fell. Huh? Isn't that how Dusty died? He fell. You know what? I don't remember. You know, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember how Dusty died because Dusty kind of hurt me because Dusty died on my birthday. Yeah, I think he fell. He he fell and he like he was on the like the lady was like yeah he fell and then. Whatever happened after that, it was after he fell, though. Oh, wow. Because you know what? I, I do know, uh, it, it probably is what happened to Dusty, but the same thing happened to uh, Jim Nyhart. Oh, okay. He fell, and he hit he hit his head. And he oh, had, see. Yeah, his was worse. Okay. Yeah, and he had a seizure and died. Dang. That's yeah, way so, worse. Dang. Exactly. So, it was just like, whoa. So... That's what happened, and uh, it's, it's it's very unfortunate. And like I said, he, he died. So they didn't say nobody called him because that's a, after that. That's the text I, I would call to. Well, I, I, well, they use the word contact. So, but oh, okay. they do use uh, when they say when he felt he texted people. That that's one of the things you got to call right after. Exactly, and he let let people know that he, he was okay. So I'm guessing people text and called him and since he didn't pick up the phone or anything like that they was just like oh my god he could still be on the floor because you you got the things where older people or people like that or who are very ill fall and they may say they're okay but they uh, they don't have no help come and they could be on the floor all day and night and, yeah that's, that's my granddaddy used to be like that yeah he, he couldn't even like he 
the way that he was, he can't reach the phone after he fell. So when he fell, like I used to come home after school or whatever, see him yeah. on the ground. I'm like, how long you been down here? I don't know, about three hours. Like, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and don't get us wrong. We're talking about our family. We're not. We're not saying the situation is oh, yeah, funny no, no. by no means. No, no. I'm just saying, but. Uh, that is what uh, happened. That's what and, happens, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, just kind of just. I don't know if he was just too proud to ask for help or what. I don't know. And said they had to, to my grandmother, and she and she be just down there face first, and like she have black eyes and stuff like that. I'm like, my god! Like when these older people fall, they they fall. So you know, that's very unfortunate. that's very unfortunate. I'm I'm gonna loop all these things in there because of, of uh, other things that's happening also because we uh there's also news about a former impact wrestling star uh jimmy rave mm. uh, of course you remember jimmy rave i remember him too from the <clears throat> i can't do it like she do with the rock and rain infection yes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, Jimmy Ray, thirty-seven years old, got his arm amputated this past weekend because he caught Damn. infection. When were they on TNA? Were they in TNA two thousand six? Yeah, well, no, no, see, that's when he went to Ring of Honor, I believe. Because see, oh, I didn't watch him. Seven is when they were. Oh, oh, Ring. Okay, yeah, because like I said, I didn't watch because now it, once again, Ring of Honor was, was something different. Ring of Honor was there to combat TNA, and I was like at that time. 2005, 2006, you wasn't touching TNA for me. And I started TNA in 07, maybe. 07? Which, 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 which by the way, so. was good. Guess when Kurt first came? Yes, I think after Kurt and Christian and Booker was there, I think that's when I... Cause I think I came in when Abyss was in jail. That's when I started. They had, like... I think my first thing I seen was Abyss in jail, and then, like, they had, like, uh, tasing him or something. Oh, no, that's when uh, he was in the in the white coat. Was he in the white? I think he was in the yeah. yeah he was in the white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Even though I think Abyss in 04, 05 was the best Abyss. Yeah, because yeah. he can still move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yes, he had to get his arm amputated. Like I said, other than you know Jimmy Rave and some of TNA, I was I didn't follow Jimmy Rave in Ring of Honor or anything like that. I know he had a gimmick where they like, remember when you were tossed to. Little um party things at, at the wrestlers of Ring of Honor. Yeah, the streamers. The, the streamers, yeah. yeah. They would talk toilet paper at him. <laughs> Sounds and like a Jimmy Ray thing. I'm about to say, and looking back at it from 2020, from this uh, pandemic perspective, I'm like, you not gonna waste this toilet paper. But yeah, I, I, I remember, stuff. like I said, I, I went to a handful of Ring of Honor shows where uh my boy Chubbs would get me like um. Some streamers from the dollar store, and we just be tossing them joints, cause that that was like a ring of honor thing to do. The, the, the whole streamers, especially when the young bucks came out. Oh, especially that's when you just waste all of them. Exactly. Like, so, but yeah, uh, you know, it's very it's weird though. It's it's weird that him and uh Lance Hoyt with that. I didn't I I didn't even like notice that they were that in the business that long. Uh huh. Like he's still in the business. Lance Hoyt is at least, you know, still going strong over there. Yeah, doing his thing. So I appreciate it. That and look, the bad news ain't stopping. I just want to talk about this in the whole block. Uh, Dwayne Gill suffered a heart attack. Oh yeah, I did see that. 
Yes, uh, his friend James Ellsworth came out and said that he was in the ICU, but he's doing better, and he should be able to friend come home. James Ellsworth. That's a weird them two? Of course. You said what? Of course what? those two are, of course those two are friends. I mean, it, anybody it, in wrestling. It, it, it just makes sense, don't it? It just, James for some Ellsworth reason. Dwayne Gill. Yeah, now, obviously, I wasn't, I didn't watch Dwayne Gill back in the day when he was, you know, a jobber. Which he, which he always has been, but you know Dwayne Gill, I watched when he was Gilbert uh-huh. in 1998, where he was making fun of Goldberg, which pissed Goldberg off. Uh-huh. And he, uh, that's his most famous gimmick that he just took with him on the Indies and everything. But he he suffered a little bit of a heart attack, and Devon Dudley has been suffering from health issues. Uh-huh. And he not tell nobody what it Did is. Did he not though. testify? You know, Paul. Uh, he, you, you know, he has um, that podcast he does called Table Talk. It ain't oh, red. It does? <laughs> like, it's, it's not red. Was it Black Table Talk? That would be funny. But it was just Table Talk. And he's, it should have at least been like Get the Table Talk or something. Like, get the Table Talk. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. He he uh, wasn't on there for the past couple weeks. So he, he had like a little. Uh, guest appearance this past week with Bill Bailey was on the show and she was asking how tough was doing. He said, I'm, I'm coming along, you know what I'm saying? You know, take it one day at a time, you know, the t- 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 traditional black answers. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, giving honor to the Lord. Yeah. After who's ahead of my life. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he... Well, uh, I mean, that would be a typical Devon answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was saying testify. Well, I was saying, but he, he did say, you know, it's been hard for struggling and stuff like that. So, he, he's been in and out. I don't know what it necessarily is, but it sounds like cancer. Wait, what? He's, the way, what he was talking about? The way, the way, the way he was talking about. I don't, to me, I don't know. It could be COVID, too. I don't know. Honestly, uh, WWE and they, they lack seeming guidelines. I wouldn't be surprised if he did get it. Uh-huh. Um, and they told him not to say it because they don't want any more bad publicity about it. Yeah, they want, it, it, it's like some, some people, other people, they want it to go away, but it's it's not going. It just don't go. It's not just gonna go away. It's not. We ain't learned nothing from the McMahon family. Yeah. It, it, they just be sticking around for a long time. But I, you know, especially the mom. But but definitely, peace. Rest in peace to Bob Ryder. You know, saying thoughts and prayers go to uh, Jimmy Rave. You know, saying thoughts and prayers go to uh, Devon and Dwayne Gill. I, I I had to lump them all in. One section. That's a really sad section. Right it, it, it was. Uh-huh. This next section is. I'm like. It. I, I had to mention it because I was like, it's a wrestling podcast. I gotta talk about it. It. It says here on Ringside News that Alberto Del Rio no longer facing sexual assault and kidnapping charges. How sway? Now I don't know. This ain't getting trust me. This ain't getting back to WWE, but. Uh, he was facing some heavy charges where he was about to spend some time, yeah. legit time in jail. But it, it appears that the charges have been dropped. Now, the real accuser, his ex girlfriend, apologized to his family for her mistakes. It, it's in quotations. Oh, that sounds like somebody got paid off. I was about to say, yeah. that, this screams. That sounds like a movie, uh, payoff. That, that, uh, Alberto Del Rio's brother wrote a scaling Facebook post about her. 
after some research, no current record no current record exists for Bertha Del Rio's case. It is noted by Dallas Justice that according to Texas state law, let's the text for you, uh, under certain circumstances, you may be eligible to expunge your criminal record under Texas law if a case was dismissed by the district attorney's office or no uh, bill by grand jury, you may be eligible to expunge your records. Alberto Del Rio had a trial date set days after he was uh, indicted by the Texas grand jury. He was facing charges of second degree sexual assault and aggravated kidnapping. Now those records are gone, but there is one note of his trial existing. I'm going to be real with you. You can go right ahead. One or two things happened here. Mm -hmm. They got into a big fight. She got upset, called the cops. It blew up into a whole big thing. The more likely scenario here, though, is that they pay her money to go to make the charges go away. Because the issue is, and I know it sounds like, well, they already... If she's the only piece of, I guess, evidence, she's the only witness that can testify that this happened, and she decides to recant her statement or not testify at all, they will drop the charges because there's nothing to charge him with without someone saying, he did this to me. Not like they got video, not like they have some other kind of proof. So, I think that's the more likely of the two scenarios. Also, plenty of times, People are in abusive situations and decide that they don't want to go move forward with it because it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, tons of women where they, they'll be like, well, why didn't you go to the cops? Or you go to the cops and they say they can't help you. Or you go and you don't want to file a restraining order. You know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. And I really, truly think that, and I could be wrong. It just sounds from her statement of, she apologizes for her mistakes. That sound like a you tell that, them you made a mistake or else. That is giving me exactly. That is giving me I'ma pay you um this money and you gonna go out here and make it seem like you lied mm. about everything that happened. That's one of them when they punch him in the eye and they say, Yeah, you were just playing football, right? That's that's you know, one of them them uh, movie uh I don't know how they say it. Movie quotes that they say. Yeah. When they give an excuse. It just it just seems weird because I doubt that they would have gone this far with this trial and indicted him and everything if there was if she was not fully cooperative. You're right. I I I, I do agree. Exactly what it sounds. That's exactly what it sounds like. And obviously, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to take the former of what you said because. That's, I'm about to trash. He is trash. Okay, I was like, several people have already told us he was trash. Before exactly. Was trash. So this ain't this. Ain't, this is not a, a a thing of you know opinion. This is a thing of accounts of people saying like to the point where this man would do business with anybody. Nah, this man, <laughs> but not him or CM Punk. Even though I still think CM Punk is on the shaky ground. But a brother that real no, and I see him leave, and I see him not come back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... And this man will do business with just about anyone. The ultimate warrior came back. That's the... And Bret Hart came back, too. Yeah. So... You know what? I, I kind of... I ain't gonna lie. I looked away for a second, and then I came back to the conversation. You said the ultimate warrior came back. I was about to say, what? <laughs> yeah, to life. 
Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just had, I had to bring it out because I was like, really, and and that and that sucks. It really does. It's disheartening suck. because he just go do it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying it'll do it to somebody else, and so, and then it may not. It, it may somebody, God forbid, be unlucky. Because mm-hmm. that's how it usually always happens. Until some like permanent damage happens. Is until you know when when these, when these scumbags get caught, and that's just and that's just not fair. And I, I, who am I to sit there and say, "Girl, don't take the money. Go ahead and, and, and fight through this." Say, I don't know what that woman's going through. Yeah. I'm saying, that's just, uh, first of all, well, being I mean, kidnapped by first of all, people got to say a burglar is huge. He's like six five, that's a large man, and two hundred some pounds. And this man has a martial arts or a boxing background. You know what I'm saying? This doesn't it's, sound like something where this is the first time he just flew off the handle. This is probably... Well, yeah, they've been paying you just to get into it all the time. Yeah, it, it's, it's certain day with this. Certain day, it ain't like he, you know, this ain't no small guy. This ain't no non-trained, and, and also a former wrestler. Mm-hmm. And a former luchador. And like I said, this man has so many different kind of athletic hats, stuff like that. He's a very intimidating guy. You and know he what probably has some pull down there. Like, it, more than likely, he are has, you trying to say he? I'm saying he probably has some clout, even if it's not coming from like the higher up people. It could be just folks around the area who is just like, why you, why you giving him all this trouble? You know, they could be hassling her. Who knows? Is that like um the dude from uh the oh my gosh the, the Bruiser Brody story? And he trying to cover it up. Oh, is that it's kind of like the same thing? I think but, so. I, I think I think it, it could be that way as well. You know what I'm saying? Because you know they got their you know what I'm saying? people. Every culture of people got their people mm-hmm. that can you know hide some or cover some shit. Of course, obviously we know who the most powerful people are in, in the world and land are. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, but it ain't like this man is not a known person. Yeah, you know it ain't like this man don't have no money. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not saying he got like you know. Let's build the dream team OJ money. No, but, it's enough, saying, but it could be enough to change that lady's life. And yeah. Like you said, it could just be a thing like with Bruiser Brody. Where, how is dude walking around? How is he still out? Yes. Yeah. And you say stab somebody. So, you know. To death. Like, this is this is not even to death. Some, he killed someone. And he's still walking scot-free. Mm-hmm. Probably because somebody was like, they they did enough to cover it up. So... I don't know. It's just that's disheartening to hear. Uh, I mean, hopefully he gets like he gets his just due at some point. I'm just hoping it doesn't have to be at the expense of somebody else. Like he goes because Paige already said that he um, was abusive to her in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm pretty sure this is not the first charge we've heard absence after like he left her. And then now this, it's just, uh, and then I think it makes it worse. Just my own personal opinion. I think it makes it worse when people do stuff and keep getting away with it. I think they get progressively worse in the shit that they do. Yeah, because they don't, they don't, they don't get they, away they, with they, it. They want to get away with it. So, but, uh, nonsense. Well, no, so, um. That, that was a, still a bad thing. I thought it, that you was done with the bad block. Well, I, I was talking about <laughs> the, the, the bad that, that we care about. But, you know, we we do got to get into the Black Friday SmackDown review. 
So, uh, since uh, finally I can get prime time with a SmackDown review. Yeah, you tricked me into it with a nice stop. Yeah, I kind of probably did. But, you know, I can finally get him on a SmackDown review. And uh, this time, we are dealing with, you know, building up to TLC. So, and, and actually, Raw put on a decent a decent show this past, on the Monday before Thanksgiving. So, I, I give him credit for that. Uh, but then, I don't see how SmackDown was going to follow up also. And... <sighs> Uh, SmackDown comes out and Roman Reigns comes out there chewing out Jay Uso like that's his son. But I don't know how I feel about Roman Reigns sunning people like this. I, just, I love it, man. I, 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 I love it. It's just weird. It just feels, this feels, still feels weird to me. I mean, you gotta get used to it because... I know, it, I know. Oh, and by the way, I know you guys are hearing this audio because usually I do the visual uh, review for SmackDown, so I did, but everybody's still on vacation, they thought that, so I said we're gonna just knock everything out all, uh, audio this time. And uh, Roman, uh, you know, he said, why do you think Team SmackDown lost as a, as a Fire Series? He said, because they didn't listen to him. And he said they didn't listen to him because they don't respect him. Oh, and they don't respect him, they don't respect... Roman or the family, oh my and God. they and then he says, "Look, you know, if you let the, the family down, you a failure." And then he just walked off from Jay Uso. I just, and, I, I'm so sorry. I, it's, I'm having a hard time taking Roman Reigns seriously. A very hard time. <laughs> Yo, pro, 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 how, how you feel about Tribal Chief Roman Reigns right now? I gotta get used to it. it just don't seem like. It seemed like at any time he about to say, "I'm just playing." Exactly, <laughs> it seems so inauthentic. Like he just, but he just been to come around the corner, and be like, "Sight," you know. Like, come on, man. I feel like because they waited too long to pull the trigger on it, and then the tribal chief thing in and of itself, it gives me Samoan caricature sometimes. Like something about it. No, just real quick, then. Uh huh. I might as well bring this up since we talk about some more things real quick. Oh, Jesus. The Raw has a TV show coming out. Oh, yes. Which I don't know if we're going to yes. mention that. But, like, the characters that he has in his show is when he's younger. He has Andre the Giant, Junkyard Dog, his dad, Alpha and Sika, the Iron Sheik. Like, all these people are supposed to be playing these people. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because this is weird to me. Bro, the, just... the, the dude he got to play his pop. Look, I don't know yeah, what yes. kind of yeah. sorcery. <laughs> he looked just like Rocky Johnson. Him and the Junkyard Dog. Yeah, yeah. Junkyard Dog looks pretty accurate, too. So does Iron Sheik. I, I like I Iron Sheik. Like, I was just like, why not just get Big Show in the wig to play Andre since he's like seven feet tall already? No. But I guess I guess they got they had to do a regular guy. Because, so. because we seen the Big Show show and they said no. Nah. Big Show cannot act. <laughs> I mean, I see worse actors like, you know, Prontas Boy in uh, Thunder in Paradise. Who? You wanna know who was in Thunder in Paradise? Who that? Uh, I don't tell him. Tell him, Pry, who's in Thunder in Paradise. Thunder, Thunder. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> the clan and the banging. <laughs> Hogan himself. It's the Thunder Lips himself. I wish y'all could see my face right now. So after the break, Otis comes starts coming down to the ring, and Jay looking like y'all, no, nah, no, nah, ain't gonna be none of that. So he, he Otis is coming out to take old King Corbin. So actually, Jay Uso saved us because he starts smacking Otis with a chair and starts beating him up with a chair. So oh. we got to see that. You got to see that match. Thank God. Well, look at the, the, the Lord. 
so he comes in and starts beat, beating him up. So then we are coming into now. We are going to be going to our next match because I didn't see the, 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 the backstage stuff. Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler taking on the Street Profits because there's no other teams on SmackDown. So, so I'm listening. This, this man was over. He was an NXT world champion and was over. And now people barely know he's on the show. Yes. Yes. That is true. And like I said, I'm with you on that one. Because Robert Roode in 2017 was killing it. And his whole team ain't run. This man was like just Hell, beer beer money was better than this. I'm telling you. Of course. I truly think it's going to be a section in Vince's obituary that says it was his personal mission to crush NXT talent's dreams. <laughs> Gotta be. Probably. <laughs> Gotta be. Unless your name was Mark The ones that were, the ones that were <laughs> not famous before oh, yeah. they so, got there. You're right. So, Just, you know, like the people that they had to build up, like Roman and Bruce and uh, Seth and all them, they kind of get the good treatment. But the ones that's like, that made it big in NXT and then they was real big in the 80s, like Ricochet. Yeah, yeah they not. If you're not a homegrown talent, he could give two fucks about you. Yeah, if they cheer for you when you in the crowd in the next team, you ain't getting nowhere. When you was uh, when they show them in the crowd, they used to. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting nowhere. Get that at all. Get that. Montez hits the frog splash on Bobby, Bobby Roode, but Ziggler breaks it up. Hits the super kick on uh, Dawkins, and uh, but Montez hits an insecurity on uh, Ziggler, and then out of nowhere, Roode rolls him up, and they, they steal the win. So. Rude doesn't get the win over the Street Profits. Looks like they're going to be next in line for a tag team title know. match, t- title shot. Ray, uh, they couldn't even do the glorious DDT on them. No, no, we, we, we ain't getting that. Uh, we, uh, Daniel Bryan is backstage. He talks about his match coming up with uh, Sami Zayn. He talks about how James has, has a little devil on his shoulder. So, um, that was decent. Then we got the, Ray, the Mysterio family. You, you, you know what I can't get used to? This Mysterio fan with Murphy. The, bro. You know what I can't get used to? Go ahead. Where Mysterio let his 19-year-old daughter just make out with a 35-year-old dude. Multiple times. Like, it wasn't a one-time thing. Hold on. I, I only seen it once. What was the other time y'all seen it? I only oh, seen bro. it once. Every time they're on TV together. They, they, you... do, they are not making out. I watch SmackDown. They did it uh, that one time in the ring, and then... After that, it was like a backstage promo. Uh, oh. So I don't know if they do it on WWE.com or on the exclusive videos. Mm. I don't know. Listen, I'll tell you what I'm not finna get used to. Mm. WWE taking a picture of them standing at the top of the ramp talking about La Familia with Murphy in the middle. We're not doing this. <laughs> We're not doing this. Okay? They ain't do that. that we all know La Familia was some chavo, <laughs> little Murphy. Oh, y'all like that one either? With Bam Neely? Yeah, Bam. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right. I, 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 I can't do this. So, uh, you know, uh, they talk about some. It's the rivalry with Seth. I was finally over. I'm like, if y'all stop talking about it, yeah. But it, when, when they bring it up, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I got my family here. As he's looking at Murphy, I'm like, are you serious? 
This yeah, just happened. They're married now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, it, it, it bothers how I mean, Corbin comes up and talks about, you mean after one measly win, you know what I'm saying? All right, something's over. So he, he basically eggs them on, and, and Murphy's getting mad. So, you know, Aaliyah has to hold him back. Like, don't don't engage into him. Kind of BS. Yeah, 90 pounds is going to hold back Murphy. Yeah, uh, yeah, no problem. Who asked for this? Still trying to figure that out. No one did. But yeah, who literally who said you can have a job? My daughter and my wife can have a job here. Like the son, he wrestles, so it's, it's understandable. But literally, they hired the daughter and the mom for what? So they won't. So, so uh, they can all travel. So they don't have to sit in the hotel oh. room in quarantine for no reason. I guess I don't know. <sighs> or they probably want to make sure they treat Dominic right. You know. Oh and why is every time the mom on there she got to be labeled as a? Not not the child of Mysterio's mother. Not you know, his his child is not his child. Oh, are we still doing that Dominic storyline right now? No, remember they were still trying to say that Aaliyah wasn't Mysterio's. Oh yeah. Like, why do we have to do this? Why every, do we have every, to do this? Know? Yes. Jesus it's okay. It's okay. Mysterio got got kids taller than he does. That's yes. So, it's okay, and it's also okay for his wife not to be on there with the "woe is me" act all the time too. That's also <laughs> fine. Daniel Bryan takes on Sami Zayn in the best match of the night of Sami Zayn because uh, they're always good in there. They always have good chemistry. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, gets a blue thunder bomb by Sami Zayn, kicks out, fights back, dives through the ropes, and attacks Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's like, screw this, runs up the ramp to try to get away from Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan runs back there and try to get Sami Zayn. Then you see Sami Zayn run back down the ramp and go in and then beat the 10 count and gets count and then Daniel Bryan gets counted out. So, Sami Zayn tricked Daniel Bryan and retained his Intercontinental Championship. Weird However, question. huh? Weird question. Yeah. Didn't we see this at WrestleMania this year? With, with Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn? I could have sworn we did. Yeah, we did. It was only one time, though. I could. All right, fine. It, 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 <laughs> look, right, bro. Sorry. I understand. I So we see this in the depth. We only seen this match one time this year. Yes. One time. So uh, why not give us like a, a legit feud? You say between Dan Bryan and Sami Zayn? Yeah, because isn't Dan Bryan feuding with uh, Rome? Yeah, it was only a blowaway match because the purpose of this was to show how sneaky Sami Zayn is, and that's where we get to our Big E segment backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Big E was in there and talked about some, you know, basically how Sami Zayn be, be doing all the running and, and getting out of this, uh, out of everything. And Sami Zayn basically said, "Look, it's just uh, sour grapes, you know, you know, coming from you." And even though this, this happened later on the night, but I'm combining it all together. And then uh, he said, "But you know what? You know, you, you got all these things where you, you get count out from DB or you get in the vertigo with Bobby Lashley. He said, you know, you you, you build your foundation off a house of cards. All takes a little flick and your house comes t- tumbling down. And then... Um, uh, is that supposed to be a Kevin Stacey reference or something? It could be. Uh, Stacey said he's disappointed in Biggie because he said the last time you had a, 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 a kind of championship run, it was a, it was a, it was a many moves ago. So, uh, he well, said... It was. It was. He said, you know what? You're right. So uh, he says uh, because and then he he gives him a handshake. But Biggie squeezes his hand for ten seconds, gives a reference to his five count, and then he should have uh, said three ain't enough. I need five. So he should have said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he he walks off and says, "I'm so proud of you, Sammy." Sarcastically. So obviously we're getting we're going to get a few between 
Big E and Sami Zayn. I, I think Sami has no problem dropping the belt to Big E. Thank you, Daniel Bryan. Oh, wow. he's in the, he's oh, that's right. The yeah. Who's pushing him. So I uh, like. Go ahead. What you say? I don't know. Say I like Daniel. Daniel Bryan's um, realm when he was putting everybody over. I think he should keep doing that. I mean, he did. He put Sammy. He, he put. You know what I'm saying? I like. I like that he's doing it. I think yeah. he should keep keep it up. Yeah, but I said Dale Bryan don't need to. Uh, he He's gonna put, an elder statesman. I, I'm about to say Dale Bryan gonna probably put Roman over at Royal Rumble because well, Kevin Owens is clearly next to TLC. Not, we, we don't we don't need Roman's already over. I'm talking about other people. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, well, fair. Uh, yeah. The tie taking on Bianca Belair with uh, Bailey at the commentary table, and uh, uh, I'm kind of I'm sad on Natalia right now. You can kind of what? Soured on Natalia right oh, now. Oh, it took you this long. Okay, so no, not it didn't take this long. But like, have you seen her YouTube channel? No, I don't watch Natalia's YouTube channel. Is it just cat? Just, just no, it's no, it's not. It's her and her sister basically. Oh god. <laughs> it's her and her sister basically being thirsty, not being thirsty, but making people thirsty for thirty minutes or whatever. I'm like, so basically, her sister on there she trying to turn on the public. Fans? You said what? She, she said she got a free OnlyFans. It's basically what it is. Basically, <laughs> I'm I'm so serious. Look, I know her sister be thirsty. But she do because she was thirsty for Big E on the reality show. My God, well, I mean, she she, she probably wanted Big E. But the the time need to go back over. To, to the Texas Kid cabinet. Yeah, like what? Like this man, he be right. He be in the room. He don't say nothing. I be like, oh, I can't, I can't. She's <laughs> like, listen, I'm not leaving, so it's cool. Y'all do what you want to do. Bianca Belair, uh, uh, the tiger's not to the outside, and Bianca uh, Bailey's in Bianca Belair's face, and then the tiger tries to go for a punch. Bianca ducks almost as Bailey, but then uh, Bianca throws a punch and does hit Bailey after the tiger ducks. They go back to the ring. Uh, Bailey about to come in the ring. Bianca throws uh, the tie into Bailey, knocks her off, and hits the tie with a roll. I was like, "Why did I hit her with the KOD?" But no, hits her with a roll up. And yeah, people can't get over using their finishers. You know. Yes, you know, because Vince loves a good roll up. And so we're obviously, you know, we're set up the, the feud for Bianca Belair and Bailey. So Bailey's a good person, a good feud for Bianca Belair that you know, touch herself with to help build her up. To get her ready for that championship picture, uh, K. Corbin taking on Murphy with the Myster- like. I don't like Murphy coming out with the Mysterio family. I don't. I don't, don't like Murphy and the I Mysterio don't like family. Coming out at all. It's yeah. very much giving me Austin Theory with Zelina and them. Why? <laughs> Why was that a thing? But you know what? The thing was like, okay. I don't mind stables, and I say you had to be the same color in all the stables. But what I'm saying is, this as the family. No, family. thank you. No, la familia. Yeah, you're all right. Uh, to this match, how it breaks down. Uh, we have uh Murphy hits like a knee on Corbin. So Corbin by the ropes, his leg is on the rope, but Dominic pushes his leg off the ropes as Murphy gets the win here. And uh, Corbin is obviously pissed. I'm like, oh, should we go a few with Corbin now? So he need to get over somebody. So yeah. Yeah, so uh, Carmelo is cu- uh, Carmelo. Goodness, Carmelo's cutting a promo backstage, saying that you know she's done doing what the fans want. She had the championship before, and she and 
she did it best her way. They were shocking the fans what they want. She she was a nobody, and unfortunately that is the case. But uh, now she's going to do what Carmelo was, and she wanted to go snap her fingers, her her ambiance, her lights didn't come on. But I like when you see this hand come out with the champagne glass, and she turns to the camera, says "boss" on there, and it's like, "Oh, it's Sasha!" And she splashes the drink in her face and starts beating down Carmelo, puts her in the bank statement in the backstage. I thought it was a decent beat down and very creative how they did that. Then we get to the main event. Trying to put respect on this joint. Uh, Jay Uso, I'm gonna get him. That's what the shirt said. I can't. I'm gonna get him. I hate it. Going up against Kevin Owens. So, Kevin Owens obviously looks like he's gonna be next in line to be challenging for Roman Reigns' championship. Uh, Jay Uso, I mean, the, 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 the match is actually pretty decent because they, they've been, Jay Uso's been doing good so far in How do you matches. feel about uh, KO? I like KO. I, I, I was always a fan of KO. Say what? His face run. I like KO on his face run, especially after seeing him on NXT. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. So uh, you don't like the you don't like the face run? I don't know. It just of course it's not the same KO, but like his wrestling don't even feel the same. Uh, oh, I, me. I, I, I mean, okay, I agree with you. Well, you know, it, it depends because sometimes he be taking them pointless frog splashes off the apron onto be on the okay. floor. And, you know, you know, it, I don't think it's the face of territory that is bothering you. I think it's the stunner that's bothering you. Probably, I was just about to say that. It's, <laughs> it's, the, it's that stunner because KO. I just missed the pop up power bomb. I, I yeah, admit it. I, I agree. I missed pop up power bomb too. I, I missed those. You know, the double underhook. You know, neck breaker. Well, she did bring back or stuff like that. But the, I, I love the pop up power bomb. But it's the way he does the stunner. Like he, he don't get the leg up like Austin do, and then he just like. Turns around and finds the head. Also, will kick and do that jump, reach back, and bring it down with it. Owens ain't doing that. And I'm like, and then I, I don't think when people, if he is hitting the stunner, people ain't selling it right. And Jay Uso ain't sold, sell, sell the stunner right. I'm not saying we, we all got to pop up like The Rock did. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you said he got to do the JTG Cobra uh, yeah. sale? No, we ain't got to do that. We, we don't have to do that, but we got to do something else better. Uh, so, but Jay Uso like, nah, and even about it. he brings a chair and gets up disqualified, and you know, so he's about showing off just because of Roman Reigns. Roman's just watching casually backstage. He clears on the table to try to get the splash to Owens. Owens ain't having it. He beats down Jay Uso, fights him off, and then you know hits him to the table, throws him over the table, takes a chair of his own, and talks to the camera like, you know what? I don't fear nobody. I don't fear you, Roman, at all. Roman especially is like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all are but, killing me with this. You know who Roman's supposed to be? Yeah. Jay-Z and State Property. It's, yeah. You think I didn't hear that? Yeah. He don't care about him beating up Jay Uso, but then this what pisses off Roman. After he goes in the ring and gives Jay Uso another stunner, he goes at, at the, uh, brings a chair around and sits at the head of the table at the SmackDown announce table. Now Roman's back there pissed. Damn beating up my family. You sit at the head of the table. That's not his family, bro. That's his son. Yeah. So, so you sit at the head of the table. He's pissed. So you can see him in the back. It's like you don't sit the head. Okay. So, so uh, like I said, I, I like Kevin Owens when he shows aggression. And like I said, I don't mind face Kevin Owens neither. I just am not feeling the stunner. The stunner seems lazy to me. Yeah, the pop up power bomb was perfect. I'm wondering, like, did he stop doing the pop up power bomb because it was like it was too much on his 
body? No, the stutter is I mean, more on your body than a pop a pop bomb is. I'm confused. See, I don't know. If he was doing the jackknife, like first of all, he he still does pop a pop bomb. He does as a setup move though. Okay. But no, he does the sit down power bomb. It's yeah. way worse. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like if you're doing the, the Batista bomb or you're doing the jackknife like Kevin Ash used to do, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that 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 works on your abs and your back and your shoulders and all that stuff. When it comes to the power power bomb, they do most of the work. No, why, we did not need listen, I'm I understand the legacy of the stunner, but I didn't need KO to do it. It's kinda like when I see my test four use the rock bottom. Okay, now it's yeah. it's cute. Do your pretty frog splash. We didn't ask for that though. Okay, but, but I mean you can make the, the thing about seeing him doing frog splash where you had Eddie and R V and But this is the thing and D Lo. He does a Beautiful frog well, splash. Yeah, the frog splash wasn't just tied down to one person though. Exactly, it wasn't. But it wasn't. It's not the like the five star frog splash was a name, but it wasn't just RVD doing it. I mean, Literally, but, they call it the Stone Cold Stunner for a reason. Yeah, but you can also talk about the Sweet Chin Music or the DDT, which was just somebody's move. Sean's move was super kick. They took that move and well, ran with it. Ran well, with it. And, no, Sean's finisher is the sweet chain music. Everybody else does a super kick. See? No, don't, 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 don't even play that game. <laughs> it's the same move. But this- it's kind of like Jake Robinson in the DDT. That was his. And then now DDT move is just a regular move that the DDT was his finish. Nobody took the DDT. I get it, but with, I feel like Montez is a bad example because he does a good frog splash. Oh, yeah. it, is, it is nice. So it's not like you can complain and be like, I just can't see why he would do that. K.O. Uh, already had the pop-up power bomb and decided to do the stunner, and it's just not... Because I can't say lazy because I ain't giving nobody a stunner. It just doesn't look as well executed. What, what, do you think it's better than Cena's? I do. Yeah. I'm talking about his, uh, what, the, the jumping stunner? Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't see it as often, so. We didn't see Cena do it as often, so. We I see don't know. Cena do that, that, that jumping enough. stunner all through the U.S. title open. I'm saying we didn't U- see him US do it as like, KO doing this stunner. He didn't use it as a finisher. Well, that was a pistol call off. It, it, I, I barely see KO fish anybody off with it neither. Because he's barely winning matches. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. But, you know, so right now, but I, obviously when it comes to the KO stuff, the, the Sasha stuff, the Big E stuff. We just saw to you on him not doing, doing a stunner, that's all. Yeah. I still get spread out of pass this week. Like I said, I, I, I still enjoyed the match of Dan Bryan and Sami Zayn. I enjoyed the Big E stuff coming after Sami Zayn. The Sasha Banks beat down on Carmella was good. And the main event was good, too, especially with him calling out Roman Reigns. It just shows that when it comes to the tag team division, they had nothing to do for them. At all, and like I said, I like the I'm liking the Roman and Jay Uso stuff. So it was a good show, SmackDown. So uh, if you listen on YouTube, post your comments down below, and hit the like button, and then you know hit the subscribe button at she Studios. And uh, but if you listen to us on the podcast, we're moving on to the Wednesday Night War. Yes, it. So uh, guys, we got we, we're going to just do the Wednesday Night War audio this time. You don't mind that, do you? Prime time. No, I don't mind. Okay, yeah, we're gonna just we're gonna just do an audio because, like I said, we are all still enjoying our Thanksgiving vacation, and obviously, we we, we try to bring you the visual. But like I said, Wednesday night war was on Wednesday, and duh, and Thursday was Thanksgiving. So I was like, look, 
I'm not about to call Prime right now. We're not about to review this and then get ready. For, I got to get ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow and stuff like that. So we're just going to just wait, put on a podcast and put some audio on it. So it'll be dope. So guys, let's go on to the Wednesday Night War. Welcome back to the Wednesday Night War, guys. And so NXT, we are get, setting up for war games. And I think NXT did an excellent job setting up for war games, even though the war games match be well, not the, the matches, but I'll get to what's predictable to, uh, for me. And then AEW is setting up for their December 2nd episode in a great way. So both shows delivered. And to me, this is one of the hardest to decide who won. So I'm curious to see what you're going to say. But let's, but let's get into this one because uh, we got first up going uh, one away. Uh, <clears throat> uh, well, he gave us a little video package of recap. Of the Finn Balor, Pat McAfee thing and how it's going to be Undisputed Era taking on <coughs> Pat McAfee's team in the War Games uh-huh. match. So yep. we first get Candice LeRae with Indy Hartwell, who, by the way, Indy Hartwell was out there looking good, wasn't she? Yeah, I've been saying that, but you know. Now, here's the thing. Though. I said this all the time. Candice LeRae is sexy as shit, not in her wrestling gear. Uh-huh. Her wrestler gets like, oh, she's cute. You know, say, oh, she's like, you know, whatever. Like she doesn't, oh, she's the wrestler. There's no lollipops on it. Yeah, and it's kind of like uh, when it comes to Indy Hartwell's uh, wrestling gear. I'm just like, uh, it's alright. But when when they like, it's okay. Remember the song, you know, you don't know my name by Alicia Keys, and she, you know, most uh-huh. of coming every Wednesday and stuff. And she said, like, I look different outside my uh, outside of my work. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. clothes. Yeah. That that's what it's like when they take their work clothes off and they actually like dressed to be you know casual. They sexy as hell. And Indy Hart was like, my god, okay. So that's probably why um, Charlotte said, oh, probably I don't know, bro. Charlotte in the factory working. Hey, <laughs> let, let, let me slow down. Uh, first off, is Indy Hartwell like Hispanic? Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know, but she got a little um tan to it. I like it. So, uh, Ember Moon and Candice LeRae, of course, have a, have a dope matchup. Uh, Ember Moon goes and she goes and get, uh, dives through the ropes on Candice LeRae, brings her in there. Indy Harwell tries to cause a distraction and, and while Ember Moon's setting up for the Eclipse. So she hits Indy Hartwell with the Eclipse and then, uh, Candice LeRae hits her with a super kick, laser out, then hits her with a, uh, the curve style. Which curve style do you like better? Seth Rollins or the way Candice does it? Of course, Rollins. Yeah. So, it's, it's Aaron Moon. Aaron Moon sold it like a champ. And she gets pinned. So, uh, that, that, good good matchup uh, by these two. As Candice already wins. So, then Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, come down to Aaron Moon. And then he starts trying to beat her up, but then she retreats and is on the ramp. This Tony Storm's music come. I'm like, okay, so we're gonna level the playing field. But then Tony Storm attacks Ember Moon. Heel yeah. turn for Tony Storm, tosses her into the steel steps, and then uh, um, tells her into the ring. And then she gets a face wash by Dakota Kai and gets a one arm power bomb by Raquel Gonzalez. They just jump. Uh, Ember Moon and now Tony Storm apparently has joined them, joined forces with them. Which I thought it was going to be Indy Hartwell, but it looks like Tony Storm's going to take the place. And she's probably not ready yet. That's probably why they did that. Oh, that's probably, that's probably why. But what I love. 
somebody in their second. Nah, whatever. Yeah. Look, I love the heel turn. What about you? I don't know where this is going. Is it because I don't know who they already have enough as it is? Well, enough women or enough heels? Heels, because they already had the perfect. I thought they already had the perfect team before on four, but I guess I don't. I guess not. Well, uh, apparently we we uh, predicted the teams, but apparently the teams aren't even made yet for Shasi yet. Even though we know who's going to join them, mm-hmm. but I'm saying, but the the, the teams uh, weren't even established yet. So we, we figured out who, who, what the teams are going to be tonight. Uh, with that being said, uh, we get you know a shot of undisputed Eric uh, arriving at the arena, and you know they're going to be out next. When the commercial comes back, uh, Legato, uh, Del Fantasma are showing the room and talking about how they elevated the Cruiserweight Championship. And then, uh, they have eliminated everybody from Jake Atlas to, uh, 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 uh Isaiah Swerve Scott. So, that name has been mentioned. So, uh, so they asked Escobar who's next. And, uh, and then he he mentioned somebody named Kurt Stallion. I don't know who that is. Nobody does. Okay, so uh, undisputed era comes down to the ring, and now they're talking about you know they don't look dead to them. So I don't know what I don't know what Pat McAfee and them was talking about. So, but tonight is going to be a ladder match, and they got to choose who's going to go up against Pete Dunne to to win uh, leverage in the War Games match. And Kyle Riley steps up and says that that it has to be me. He you saw what happened at Halloween Havoc. He said it has to be me. And it's because so, it wasn't Roddy, so they had that little quote unquote rematch. You know how they like to do um callbacks. That you you're right. And then he said so uh he said it he ain't got no problem with that. Nobody else got no uh no, no problem with that. So they had both Colin Riley and then so uh Ray, Dakota Kai and because I was talking to Tony Storm backstage, and uh, they announced their team at uh, for for War Games. Uh, your your Thatch Can Thatch Can't School of Wrestling is on, <laughs> and uh, we got Timothy Thatch taking on uh, Kashida next. So we got Timothy Thatch taking on uh, Kashida. I thought the match was kind of dope. How, did you enjoy the match? Uh, it was interesting. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. I'm, I'm still shocked on why they pushing Kushida, but okay. But yeah, uh, Chopper comes down and stands in the strike stature, and Kushida hits the hoverboard lock on Timothy Thatcher, and he submits. Now, for somebody who has a submission wrestling school, I don't know if I like him tapping out, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, technically, he shouldn't even be fighting him because he already, he's getting pushed, and then he's Losing to the person getting the push when he's supposed to be fighting Trump. I, it's, it's all it's all weird. It's all weird. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not 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 a clean victory. So stuff like that. So, uh, Champa and and Koshida stare each other down. Champa looks to the camera and says, "Maybe he has a problem with me now." Uh, and that's just saying that he has no problem with Champa, but now he's trying to get him to have a problem with him. I'm like, okay, sure thing. So and also since Keck, I, I bet to, forgot to say. Kevin Owens is on commentary this whole night, so I know he yeah, did. Pre- I know he did pretty well. Idea, so. Say what? I wonder where they got that idea from. So. Oh, I guess not. So, uh, <coughs> they. I'm um, saying, wonder where they got it from? Because you know, a certain uh, 
Y2J is on commentary, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Having, having a different wrestler on commentary, which is pretty good. He, he was pretty dope on it. I thought, I thought it was kind of cool. They, it's gonna, they're going to set up for it, uh, uh, a Kevin Owens show later. So, uh, the Kevin Owens show is here, a special edition of it. And he brings out Leon Ruff. So he talks about, yeah, so he said he wanted to spread the message of his story and talk about, you know, Leon Ruff and, you know, how it is to, you got, you know, to be a champion. He's very, very proud of him and stuff like that. But then, here comes John Gorgano. And Gorgano's pissed. And he's, well, he must have said his name. Yeah. I, I remember that. He was saying his name. He was like, you don't say the person's name. Come oh, no, no. He was saying that way to come, come to Damian Priest. Okay. Yeah, so Gorgano comes out, and uh, he, he, he he's pissed, and he, he's, he's embarrassing, and then uh, he said, you know, that North American Championship should, is mine. It deserves to be mine. And then <laughs> Owen says, hey, hold on real quick. Do you want a chair? And he, he said, i bring you with a chair. And he said, I, I don't want your chair. So Gorgel draws the chair out. And then he gets one more chair. He says, who's that for? He said, well, don't worry about it. And then he says, look, I don't care about you. I don't care about Danny Priest. He said, come on, come on. Now, you know what happens when you say somebody's name. They got to come out in three, two, one. They, at first, he didn't come out. And then after another time, he finally came out. He said, oh, wow, things must have really changed in NXT. But, uh. So. Why hasn't he learned that lesson yet, then? Because he does that still. KO. Learn what lesson about the, about people coming out when you say the name? Yeah. Well, he, he did. Is it just because he's a face now? Because when he was, he, he did do that all the time, but then he come out. Well, because Kevin Owens has a lot of leeway to say what he wants to say on NXT opposed to WWE television. Well, yeah. Yeah, so Vince is not going to let, let that shit slide. Triple H, sure, why not? Uh, And then Dan Priest comes down. And talks about, uh, you know, Gorgano losing. And he said, now, you was being all high and mighty last week. You know, it slapped me. But he said, I never got a rematch for my title, neither. So, uh, Regal comes out. And I like how he offers, uh, K.O. offers Dan Priest a chair. And he was just like, I don't even know why they keep giving me all these chairs in the first place. So, uh, we get a triple threat match. For the, the North American Championship, which we called anyway, between yeah, uh, Gorgano Priest and Leon Ruff, <clears throat> which I think should be entertaining. I think that's going to be the, the match that. Well, no, I think the War Games match is going to kick it off. I think the War Games going to kick kick the show off. But uh, we get Cameron Grimes of taking course. on Jake Atlas. So uh, uh, the match is necessarily kind of short. Uh, Cameron Grimes is his. his uh, Flipping, uh, God, what's this thing called? Spanish fly. Spanish fly. Yeah, his yeah. Spanish fly. And then hits the cave in on Atlas. was a, a damn good cave in. I ain't gonna lie. Hits the cave in on Atlas. It pins him. And then Cameron Grimes sees Dexter Loomis come out and he has something in his hand. And he doesn't make it out what it is. And then he has like the drawings, uh, like he is drawing on the Titan Tron showing about uh, Cameron Grimes. He's always running. And he showed him highlights of him running. From the haunted house and running from the truck and just running, running, running. So now Dexter Loomis pulls out a strap and throws at Cameron Grimes. And Cameron Grimes is like, Do you want a strap match with me? Ain't gonna happen. So he tosses the strap, he tosses the strap back, but Commissioner Regal says in the back that he will be going one on one with Dexter Loomis in a strap match at Takeover War Games, so he can't run anymore. So I thought that was, I, I, a strap match between them two should be kinda cool, shouldn't it? Just like the blindfold was. No, the blindfold, all blindfold matches suck, okay? You can't see nothing. You got to try to sell a gimmick. But the 
But the, the, the so is this the, the is this the regular one, or is this the one where you gotta touch every uh? You, you know touch what? Every corner. Now I don't know because the strap match seems like it's a regular pin, but the Texas bull rope see like you gotta touch every corner. So I think I, I think the touch every corner thing is stupid. Because Especially when they do it the same way every time. Yeah, that same spot when one person touches it, the other person touches it behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I hate that spot, bro. I hate it. So, uh, <clears throat> as we uh, uh, get back, uh, Rhea Ripley's in the ring, and she talked about some, uh, she puts E.O. over someone. She's one of the toughest women she ever slipped in the ring against. But then, uh, the, the, the new Larray team comes out and they have Rhea, I mean, they have EO just dead over Raquel Gonzalez's shoulder. I'm like, damn, man, this just like killed her in the back. And it, 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 they, they drop her down and then they go all attack Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley tries to fight them all in a very creative way, but then the numbers get gained up on her. You know, honestly. Huh? Yeah. Honestly, if anybody, that's the person that you wouldn't want to mess with, but, you know. Rhea or Ia? Uh, Rhea. Yeah. I mean, Ia too, but Rhea definitely. You wouldn't. Why would you want to do that? Well, they 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 do beat her down, and like I said, they, they beat down Eo and they beat down Ember Moon already. So we already know where this is going. It Eo, Rhea, and Ember Moon are going to be in the War Games match. So Eo is already in the War Games match before. Rhea was already in the War Games match before. Uh, Shazi Blackheart and Ember Moon are new to the War Games match. Mm-hmm. So, and so is uh, Tony Stone. Dakota, well, now my Dakota didn't even. She was in it, but she ain't like. She exactly. was in it like that. Yeah. Uh, she, she was in. Candice was in one, and I don't. Uh, I think uh, Tony Storm and Raquel Gonzalez is all new to it. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, so four new women in that one. So. Back uh, from, from after commercial, we get back with Boa and Zia Lee arriving the strange compound. Uh, they look like they haven't eaten or showered in weeks. Like, like they, they like they got kidnapped. And say what? Don't 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 do that. And then uh, they they get, they get taken out and she's like they they crying doing some actually. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she drops her knees in front of this, this mysterious figure. And they keep apologizing. So we will win next time. We will win. We, I was like, what, what, what is going on? And the old man stops them and marks their hands. And I don't know what the mark means, but the video ends right there. So, so who, who do you think it is? I don't know, but I, I'm actually into it. I mean, cause, I cause, cause, because, I because, because, what you say? I said, I don't even know who I think it is. I don't know. Neither do I, but I was like, but if this helps Zia Lee start winning some magic, because remember Zia Lee came in there and was just losing. And, and, and it, it, she, she was just she, she was just like, all right, there. And she and they kept building her up as the first Chinese woman wrestler, because all of them come from, all of them come from Japan. So yeah, so uh, but she's Chinese, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm curious to see where this thing is going to go because it's, it's actually g- g- giving me that you know dark martial arts type movie kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, so you know what I'm Shredder in the foot clan. <laughs> That's wrong. Yeah. So it looked right. That don't look like when he was in the back talking to the dude and Shredder had uh-huh. the shoulder tied up. Yeah. Yeah, uh we uh 
I, I, oh, Ever Rise is getting, getting getting ready for a matchup, but then they get attacked by uh, the Grizzled Young Vets who are back. Oh, okay. Back from, uh, yeah. oh, the UK? Okay, yeah. cool. And if, now the main event. Kyle O'Reilly taking on Pete Dunne to turn which team had the advantage in war games in the ladder match. Was the ladder match good? Absolutely. The question is, why do they keep doing these kind of matches? Because you know, war games all the time, the heels always hit the advantage. They always well, do. Yeah, but they had, but they had, they had the advantage the last, um, Three matches. That's why they had the last three. That's why they uh, wanted to make it a big point to say that they were unbeaten in these qualifying things. Yeah, I mean you are right, but you know, Undisputed Era is going as the faces, though. So yes, I know that's why yeah. they made a big deal out of it. So when they when they lost, it was like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah you're right. But the the latter match was dope. These guys took first of all, Pete Dunne is in some tremendous shape now. He has yeah, shit, I mean, shred all the fat and just kept all the lean. Yeah, you can't say that he's uh, Kyle is not made even worthy. He is. Oh yeah, oh okay, okay. he definitely is. He definitely is. As they as, as they, they took some hard bumps here, they have the ladder bridge set up from the ring to the so. apron. <laughs> say what? He said some. He said they took some. Took oh. almost all. All you're right. All the bumps. Uh, Kyle Ryan was working on uh Pete Dunn's leg here. Uh, they uh Pete Dunn suplexes Kyle Riley. From inside the ring, through the ladder that's bridged onto the apron, into uh, from the ring, I was like, "Oh my god, that looked like it sucked for both men right there." Uh, they go back into the ring later on in the matchup. Uh, Colorado gets knocked down by uh, by, by Pete Dunne, and then Colorado tips the ladder back to to another ladder that's leaning over in the corner, and Pete Dunne takes all that right to his back. That looked like that shit sucked. I like the sequence when they went Kyle Rise on top of the ladder and he gives uh, Pete Dunn an arm breaker as he reaches for the suitcase. Pete Dunn does his little finger thing and snaps the fingers. I thought I thought that was a great way of doing that. Uh, they have a you know any moment of the first of all Kyle O'Reilly doing the the, the the Dean Ambrose slingshot bothers me. First of all. I don't know why I like Ambrose is better. And I don't like how Kyle Wright does it from the bottom rope also. How, how do you like it? If you like it. it it's, uh, I didn't really like it in the first place. Say what? I didn't really like it in the first place. Okay. Yeah, I, I can understand. I, I did the slingshot. I mean, sometimes like Ambrose can make it look pretty. Like, it really looks like he just like ricochets back to you, but some people just don't make it look that good, I'm sorry, so uh as uh Ovasha's climbing the ladder, a masked hooded guy comes out and is wearing a mask uh and I I don't know if it was Pat McAvee or not, but it probably was, but people say it was a little bit shorter than Pat McAvee so they don't know, pushes Kyle Raleigh over, he falls over the ladder, over the ropes, took a hard bump and Pete Dunn comes in there and gets the briefcase. And the uh, rest of the disputed era are outraged. And they come out there to check on Kyle O'Reilly as uh, Pete Dunn, Lloyd Lorcan, Birch celebrate at the top of the ramp. So it could have been Pat Riley. Uh, Pat McAfee, excuse me. Not Pat Riley. 
so. So yeah, I, I I don't know, but I kind of knew Pete Dunne was gonna win that matchup. Uh, we have here now trying to go over the AEW Dynamite. And your boy Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur are on commentary for this evening. Uh, I missed the opening matchup. Hangman Page taking on John Sub from the Dark Order. Uh, they keep asking the question, is Page going to join the Dark Order? Which I hope he doesn't. But uh, who won the matchup? Uh, Page won, but he got like beat up for like 10 minutes. By the Dark Order? Yes. John wow. Silver. Yep. Oh my God! I did not. I did not expect that to uh, happen. Uh, so Alex uh, Marvel races backstage with Kenny Omega, and he got a lot of time to reflect ever since the un- uneventful week. Come to the conclusion that more things have changed, more things stay the same. So he was basically talking about, you know, it's the suddenly the return of the cleaner, and you know, say there's going to be no. Uh, tables, chairs, thumbtacks, or anything uh, when it comes to uh, the match between him and Moxley. Just going to just go out there and sign the contract and show who the best wrestler is. Powerhouse Hobbs, which is his new name now, because he joined yeah. Team. Huh? Why not just Hobbs? Why not just Hobbs? Because, you, you know, because it's AEW, everybody got a nickname. <sighs> everybody has a nickname. Everybody, you know it. You know it. Everybody has a nickname, so that's AEW for you. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs with Taz takes on Lee Johnson. Lee Johnson, jobber. Uh, Hobbs has the, like the Taz singlet on. It almost looks like. So, yeah, almost. Yeah. Oh, so right. so like Taz is getting behind a uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Well, uh, he basically just you know beats the shit out this guy and uh, gives him a very athletic, world strongest slam. I was like, okay, so that's your, um, your, you know, say, uh, finisher. your finisher, yeah. Uh, so he said, Powerhouse, how's being an uh, example of the Nightmare family? And then Tash with the microphone and says, he carries the FC, the FTW champion, Brian Cage does, to the ring. And, uh, but he said, I want you to go celebrate while I go h- handle this. And then, uh, he says, the, the company's been disrespecting. Uh, the, FC, the FTW title and he's not been recognized and he's not leaving the ring until somebody from manager comes out here and takes the title and make it mean something in this company. And of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you, you, well, before Cody comes down, the, the mic cuts off and then Taz, and then Taz asks for another microphone and he said, hey, Keith Mitchell, Tony Khan, you shut off this mic again, I go over to announcer's table and this is my, my first rodeo. And then Taz mic cuts off again. Cody Rose comes out and he said, I'm coming out here out of total respect because you're wasting time. <laughs> and he says, next week uh, we can leave it here in the ring because next week it's Ricky Starks and your new uh, guy, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, against Darby Allen and Cody. And he says, is that good enough? Are you happy with that? And Tashi says, uh, I'm out here for a reason. Next week, the same thing is going to happen. I need one of your match people to take the FTW championship and give it the respect it deserves. Coach said, okay, so my manager is here. And, uh, here's the saying. And then he said, uh, how about this? You want me to, you want me to take it and run, run up a flagpole? I was like, oh, here he go. And then so uh, Cody gets like real personal with Tass and says, uh, you know, C- Cody says, you know, you got a son that's a wrestler, right? Well, tell me why your son wants to train with me instead of you. 
Honestly, I ain't know Taz had a son, but I know Taz was the trainer. You know, Taz was what? Somebody that's not a trainer. Uh, sure, I, well, you, 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 you remember Taz was tough enough? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as Chloe turns around, Taz puts the the Katahajime. <laughs> remember, I ain't heard that in a while. No, the Taz mission on Cody. So seeing Taz get physical was actually kind of cool, also. I was in the middle of recording when that came on. Yeah. And like I don't, I'm gonna have to grab it from somewhere. My face when I see him in the uh in the in the thing, I was like, seriously, Taz of all people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I, I, I gotta go find it. Wait, wait. You 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 wasn't happy with the Katahajime? Because why is seventy year old putting Cody in the? I was like, oh, okay. Because he couldn't just fight out of it, right? Man, yeah. he, could be, he could be Lance Archer and uh, Cage and all them. But, you know, Taz, uh, Taz is too much for him. You're right. Because you know who else is too much? Top Flight went up <sighs> against the high bird to Jack Evans and Helico, uh, which I, you know, I, I love me uh, Top Flight also. Um, Evans is a back elbow on Dante. Tag, uh, Hits a helico, and they uh get some more offense in. Uh, and helico applies a leg lock on on, on Dante, forcing to tap out, and then uh, th two continues to beat down. But then the young bucks come in to save top flight. So uh, that's pretty much what it was. Now the Rose Vicky Rowe backstage, and then Vicky accused Brandy Rose of nepotism. Brandy Rose. Uh, it looks like your business plan is set up for failure. So, if you need any advice, call me," said Vicky. The match day was building well, up to. Who's well, since... in charge of the women these days? What you say? Who was in charge of the women these days? I guess. Uh, SCU finally get to see Daniels and Frankie Kazarian back together, uh, taking on Chris Jericho and Jake Hager from the Inner Circle. Did see? Uh, I, I missed this match. Also, what happened during this match? They lost. <laughs> Who's Basically. they? Uh, uh, SCU. Oh man. Uh, come on now. Jake Hagar. Yeah, I thought it was funny after it. He sucker put uh MJF. I thought it was funny the way he did it. Uh huh. It's like he got in. He was like, "Hey, what's up?" Boom, and then just ran. Then they could have. Uh, they could have promo after. It. Oh well, then I, I know Kazarian ducked uh, a, a hit, a punch MJF in the face, and then Scorpio, and then oh, Scorpio Sky still there with SCU, and yeah, runs with, and runs with a steel chair, and runs off, uh, fights off the inner circle. Uh, Kip Sabian and the Best Man debut the video game extravaganza segment. Well, you know, try to before they get started, Orange Cassidy walks in and turn off their projector. And then uh, Kip and Miro, uh, uh, Miro and Kip chase Orange Cassidy outside, but best friends are there to beat him up, and it was basically a trap for them. So obviously it's going to be something. Yeah, because they, they did uh, get him last week after they won. So. Yeah. All right. So it's time for the contract signing. And we see Cam Omega get the whole entrance with the girls that did dancing with the broom, and you see his silhouette in the lights and everything that are behind the sheet. And then Moxley comes out and 
attacks him behind. And you see the silhouette of Moxie beating him up and tosses Kenny Omega outside to the ramp. Throws him it over the table where they're about to sign a contract and put, puts his title down and gives him the paradigm shift on the championship. And then uh, Moxley uh, got, grabs the microphone. The only way you're going to become AEW world champion is you dig down deep into your gut and find a camera that everybody thinks you are. You're going to have to climb a mountain. Nobody's ever been climbing 18 months. You got to beat me. On December 2nd, it'll be the biggest match in uh, AEW Dynamite history on TNT. The two best wrestlers on the planet will go for this championship. Win, lose, draw, the winner is coming for you, Kenny. And uh, he said, you best not miss because I don't take prisoners. Steady your hand, aim, and take your shot. This shit was awesome. Because it was it was a shot of Kenny Omega doing you know the gun thing and everything like that. He said you better not miss. So this thing is going to really really be be, be dope. What you think of the contract signing? Yeah, not much the way they did it. it was different and it was uh, good. It's a, such a it's a moshly way of doing things. I can honestly. I enjoyed the attacking. I enjoyed the Kenny Omega doing the whole you know with the interest in the Moxie attacking him and doing all stuff like that. So. This is going to be a big time match next week. I'll make sure we be we back on camera for that one. Uh, I'll make sure I'll be in the front row, too. Are you going? Yeah, I, can, I, was, I couldn't. I couldn't miss it. Oh, man, I, I forgot you could, you could, you could hit. It's right down there in Florida. I keep forgetting it's down there. I was going to go last week. I was like, nah, I'm about to go this week. So, oh, yeah. Yo, bring your match, take pictures, so you can send me some pictures. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I, 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 I got... I know that match is going to be awesome. Uh, we get um, Sheeta taking on... Uh, oh, Hikaru Sheeta. Uh-huh. There we go. Taking on the Queen Slayer, Anna J. Uh, from the Dark Horse. Dark Horse are there watching Anna J's match. She, she, she did all right. But uh, Anna J uh, gets hit with the with the knees by Kushida. And she gets, and she gets pinned. So You know what? Honestly... Why not? Yeah, well, why not change it? Yeah, I'm about to say I don't think Angie need the world championship right now. No, I would. I would. I mean, why not? They're not doing nothing. Well, because they got this new Rosemary uh, person. Uh, uh, okay, what they gonna they gonna put on TV? And she win it, and then they gonna take her off and put her in the crowd every week, like they do with all the champs. Look, I, bro, I don't. I couldn't tell you, man. I could, I could, I could tell you. That's why I think might as well just change it. I mean, well, I don't want to. But I'm saying, Anna J ain't ready yet. Okay. Well, at least she's on the show. When you finally have your champion on the show, when he's there every week, I'm about to say oh, the best thing you might as well put on Big Swole. I, who cares? Change it. I don't care. I mean, you at don't. least make it change it as in like we. I don't know. Well, they what's the point? Of, what's the point of having having? Somebody hold it if you just gonna put them in the crowd every week and, and tell them to smile. That that is that that is their fault for not being able to book a good women's division. They okay. still it's, it's still it's still trying to work that work that whole thing out. So she, she fought swole and uh and I would give it to either one of them just to do something. Say here, well, do something with this. A, a band's music starts and then she 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 crawls out to you know get the title. Uh, main event time, butcher and the blade. Eddie Kingston and a bunny are on commentary. 
taking on Ray Phoenix and Pac. And uh, I thought that was weird. But we, I, 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 guess they, I, I guess they want to do the Lucha Bros and them get so. So, uh, the, the matchup was cool as as it was going to, it was going to be. Uh, we have uh, Pack and Phoenix, you know, do like a combination of the super kick trip to the blade, and but uh, Eddie Kingston sees it's going it's going uh, haywire, and then uh, before that happens, um, Phoenix goes to the top, and then. Uh, Kingston sweeps his legs underneath him. He goes crashing to the mat, and then the blade end up hit that double team finish, like the neck breaker power bomb thing, and pin Phoenix. So afterwards, Eddie Kingston comes down, and they start uh, beating up Pack. They get Eddie Kingston gets not one, but not I think it was three DDTs on the on the on the, on the steel steel chair. I think uh, it was. Yeah, on on a uh, pack. And, uh, but then here comes, um, Lance Archer comes out and starts coming out there and clearing house. It looked like Jake Rogers about to come in there and say, let me show you how to do a real DDT. But he didn't. Thank well, God. He didn't never get back up. Yeah. So, and there you have it. That was AEW Dynamite this week. Uh, my personal opinion, NXT won it for me. NXT okay. hands down won it for me this week. I didn't think this was the best episode of, uh, Dynamite didn't the main everything was just like uh for Dynamite to me where I think they was really building up uh, uh, the best thing on Dynamite was the contract signing with Kenny Omega and Moxley. Yeah, yeah. That was the best thing hands down on Dynamite. So but next week I, I, I uh we got uh you know it's gonna be yeah, so we gotta big. go home and we got a uh, big show, so we'll see. Yeah, so it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be some good competition next week. But guys, that was it for the Wednesday Night War. So uh, now let's get ready to close this podcast out. You know, thank you guys for joining us uh, today on the podcast. Make sure you guys check out spaciesphilly.com. Check out the podcast on there, Lulu and Pop, Lulu and Pop Horror Show, Both Sides, Mark and Dark Show. Check out our content, No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts Sober Tongues. Make sure you check out us on all the podcast app, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and Google Google Podcasts. And check us out on uh, YouTube for the podcast segments as well. And, uh, you know, uh, make sure you guys check out TheRealNerdCoalition.com or Teespring slash NerdCoalition, The Real Nerd Coalition, where you guys can get your Nerd Coalition stuff for Cyber Monday. And, you know, try, try to save on that. Fight COVID-19 with uh, the Nerd Coalition Studios and Level Up Mask. Make sure you guys check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well. Every Friday, have a new guest on there. So, uh-huh. a lot of great stuff. So, um, uh, we'll be back next week. Obviously, we're going to, hopefully, uh, maybe Thursday or maybe even Friday, since Prime is actually going down there. We can come back and give you guys the re- the Wednesday Night War Review. Because they can't make a Moxie match. is going to be dope. I know it's going to be dope. Yeah, of course. And I, do, do, do you think we get a non-finish or what? I think we get a switch. Yeah, so I, so do I. I think it's going to Omega. So, uh, once again, guys, this is NC, the place to be chilling, Tony, Mr. Andy, and not Deion Sanders for primetime. All right. <laughs> All right. And uh, Q-Flow, wherever you're at, take us out, buddy.
Nergasm to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host, Mr. A&E Yeah, you know it's the place to be, SNC Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. Bathfitter. 